Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about New Mutants. It finally hit the theaters. We actually saw it. It's real. It actually happened. Um, it was so a dream. we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on, guys? It's Ron. It's Dylan. And I'm Michael. Um, but before we get the show going uh, properly, uh, we have to talk about the unfortunate and terrible news uh, that we got as we got out of the theater. We turned our phones back on and we saw the horrible news that uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, the actor who played Black Panther and among many others, um, passed away uh, at the age of 43 after a four-year battle with colon cancer. It, that's, it's terrible. Like, this is like... We were so deflated. I know. Like, yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's awful. Um, so, you know, we here at the podcast Uncanny Universe and Bedrock City are obviously send out all of our condolences and best feelings to, you know, the family, but yeah, for real. Um, we, I, I am going to dedicate my, uh, my, this next segment to, to Chadwick Boseman. Uh, so, but before we go further, we got to make sure we remember our uh, pickle Pick of the <laughs> week. God. Okay, cool. What is the podcast without? Yeah, uh, we tried. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, so I'm gonna pick Black Panther on 4K. Go, go, go! Watch it. Um, Good choice. Yeah. You haven't watched Black Panther? You're crazy. Uh, yeah. There's something we wrong with it. you if you haven't watched it. Honestly, you know already. Um, yeah, I'm picking. I'm picking Black Panther. Uh, so there we go. Me next. Yeah. Yeah. Go sure. ahead. I'm picking a Netflix movie. At least I think it's a Netflix exclusive movie. It's called The Five Bloods. Oh yeah. Have you guys seen that one? No, I haven't it, watched it yet. It came out this year. I have no concept of time. I think it was this right. last. It year. was this year. It was 2020. Yeah, no, it was it this was, year. It was 2020. Yeah, it was recent. I feel like okay, and um. Uh, it's about these soldiers who go back to Vietnam to find like the remains of their uh, like squad leader, I think, or something. Um, and Chadwick Boseman plays one of them, and he's really, really good at it. Awesome. I'm hoping you never know, but I'm hoping he like gets at least nominated for the Oscar. You know, sure. I think that'd be a, a nice uh, tribute. Yeah, for sure. But that is a good free movie you could watch. It's, it's on my list. It's Spi- sure. Spike Lee directed it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's a Spike Lee joint. Yes, yes, it yes. is. Okay, Ronnie. Uh, I am picking uh, "Get On Up," the 2014 movie. Uh, oh. He is uh, playing James Brown. Brown. That's right. It is. A I solid forgot. Movie. I forgot he did that movie. I like that movie. Yeah, man, I still haven't movie, seen it. It is solid. He does a really good impersonation. I'm a long term James Brown fan because uh, my grandpa. So sure. So he. So you had high expectations for it. No, not even. I was just I I knew he was gonna do a good job at it. So sweet, know. awesome, yeah. So do do yourself a favor and go watch watch some uh, Chadwick Boseman movies this week mm-hmm. and and the many weeks to come because they're they're all out there and he's great. Uh, he was. Great I was looking on iTunes and a bunch of his movies are on the top charts now. So good. I think I think people are have that idea already. They're watching yeah. the old stuff, you know. Yeah, I've I've seen all the tweets and stuff of people like, you know, adding to the list of like, oh yeah, you forgot about this one. Oh yeah, you forgot about this one. So like I completely forgot he was in that James Brown movie. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. There's another one I want to see. What was an action movie that came out with him? 
like last oh, the year. one that came out last year yeah uh like, not marshall what's the other one 21 bridges 21 oh, bridges yeah, yeah. that one mm. i haven't heard much about it but that's the one that's like the next one i think i'm gonna watch was marshall good i didn't see that i haven't seen it either i don't know it's yeah. got an 81 on rotten tomatoes oh right well that's definitely better than some of the crap that we've been watching this year so mm-hmm. uh but uh anyway um we're gonna this is the part of the show where we'd like to remind everyone to please head on over to itunes and leave us a five-star review really helps us out and it helps new people to find the show it will also help us achieve our 2020 goal of getting rotten tomatoes verified once we get 200 reviews we'll start affecting the rankings of the films that we review so do us a favor and go do it already um events uh do we have any events coming up i have none for august but this well wait it's august when we're recording this but it's september when it's coming out Eh, all right so um we do have two rpg events coming up in september um i have the dates but i don't have the games yet so uh waiting on confirmation on that but if you want to block out the time it's going to be saturday uh the 12th and saturday the 26th um typically those start at four o'clock in the afternoon um our key forge dates are september the 18th friday and then friday september the 25th and that will be our store championship we were running we are obviously running that digitally on our discord uh you can find the link to our discord on our twitter bio which is brc uncanny um you can also find us on instagram at uncanny universe uh and facebook uncanny universe and uh venmo uh, cash app <laughs> all that zell. stuff zell yeah well my zell's broken so um we also have uh it's sold out, but we have our Manticore paint night on September 19th on our Discord server. Um, thank you, everybody who picked up your Manticore kit. Um, if Even if you're not painting the Manticore, you can pick up minis and paints and paint along with us, but the tutorial will be lost on you. But we do actually have Manticore minis without the paint set, so you know you could freestyle it and go, go wild. Can um, they join if they buy the mini in their own paint set? Absolutely. Anybody can join. You can join if you don't buy anything and you just want to hang out and watch people poorly Sweet. paint minis. If you want to watch me instruct people on how to do better than I can do, uh, come paint come, with us. Come paint. Dylan's going to be there. I'm going to be there. I've never painted me. anything, so you don't have to be good, you know? No. No, because I'm terrible. Uh, but anyway, that's all I got. Ronnie Boy? I got... Oh, hold on, wait, Ron. Ron. Ron's got events, right? Oh, Ron, what's your event? I'm gonna play Apex. Oh, that's it. I knew it. That's all I got. Okay, cool. Okay. I have a <laughs> Facebook Live stream on Wednesday tonight at seven PM at Facebook.com slash bedrock city comics slash live. Or we just started a group. I saw that. long story short, Facebook took away the ability to add multiple event dates within the same event. Oh, did they? For oh. for us anyway, for this one event, I don't know why, but it might be like a permanent thing. I haven't really investigated it, okay. so we made a group. This is going to be easier in the long. It's a lot of work for me now because I got to like get. We had like five hundred people oh, wow. in the event page, and now I got to like get them into the group. So it's going to be work a lot of work. It's going to be nicer in the long run because there's things I want to post like that don't need to go on the main page. You know that right, like you can only be. In, you don't want to inundate the the right the yeah. Facebook f- feed with just live sale stuff. So. Yeah, if you're a live sale viewer or like interested in it or want to hear more about it, you can just go to facebook.com slash groups slash bedrock live. And the stream will go right to there too, so you don't need to hunt it down. You'll get a notification when we go live now. 
and it's just more tailored to the live sale, you know? Okay. Super dope. Like we're going to do, we're going to do things that don't belong in Like for, for example, this guy who, oh my God, I'm going to spill some tea here because I was told Ooh. it's okay. Um, this guy, he claimed a ton of books two weeks ago and then like just kind of disappeared, you know, like bailed on him, which is really annoying to us because then the books are just like in limbo and never getting sold, you know? Right. Right. He's done this a few times and we've normally we have like one time you're out, but he's done it a few times. Okay. Um, we're like, okay, I'm sorry. You can't participate in the sale anymore. You know, that's what I said. And I was like, you're more than welcome to shop with us. Like, you know, doesn't matter. You know, we'd love to have you, but just, you can't claim stuff anymore. So then this new guy on this one, uh, on last week's sale claimed a ton of stuff. And then I messaged him, you know, we invoiced the next day. I was like, hey, can you, uh, are you going to get your stuff? He's like, oh, yeah, I'll get it later. And I was like, oh, what's your address? And then he gave me the address so I could calculate the shipping. And right. it matched the other guy. Did. He just made a new name. It's just the same guy. Wow. So stuff like that, we'll post in the group like, hey, we have all these books that were not picked up. You know, comment, claim on the photo if you want it, you know. That's cool. Oh, okay. So, like a, sec- so a second, second chance, chance on things that, yeah. That That's a good idea. Be- don't get claimed stuff like that, that. so dope. things that don't go need to go on the main page has that guy ever picked up anything yeah off and on the whole there's a reason okay. there's a reason we gave him a few chances you know sure of but course it just ended up being more of a headache for me than that's unfortunate it, it was worth well yeah i'm not gonna, gonna name drop him but he yeah of course it, it was annoying. you know who you were um if you're gonna if you're gonna co- claim something you know that's sort of a com- that's a that's a commitment yeah just Pick make sure you make sure you have the money you like also, I should say that like ninety five percent of the people like are perfect, you know. Of course, it's like it's very rare. More than ninety five, probably actually, because we do about a hundred per week, and normally one or two don't. So it's very rare that people pass on their stuff or just. Yeah, everybody that gets stuff transferred to Wash picks up stuff for the heights, right? The up. most annoying part to me is when they don't respond at all. You know, at least say like respond saying, "Hey, I don't want it." Otherwise, I gotta. Just gotta sit with it for a while. Don't leave me on red. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, I I just want to say I like you know our people are great. I when we started this, I'd expected it to be like half of them would change their minds or something. You know. No, that's awesome. Yeah, it seems there's like a lot. You're you're kind well. of getting things sight unseen, like you, where you can't see it super close up. You know. Well, at, mm. on the plus side, you know, we do ha- you do have the Bedrock City name attached to it. That's what so, I was going to say. You, know, you can mm-hmm. trust the grading. You know, if I tell you this is a 9-2, it's a 9-2. You know? Yeah, we have or a good reputation for that. It's not like some dude selling right. 9-2s on, on his page, you know. Because there's a ton of those. Right. I've se- I see these people running their <laughs> own uh, sales, and they're just a mess, a lot of them. I'm yeah. Some mm-hmm. of them are, but, um, you know, it, it, it looks real unprofessional, and whatever you know our production value is super high now yeah got a green screen i saw it it's very extra that one i was told to do the the night before okay richard richard called me at like eight o'clock and he was like hey let's do the because it was the night before the hurricane you know oh yeah yeah. it that the the stream was the night of the hurricane he's like why don't we make it like the hurricane stormy background and storm sounds and stuff and i was like okay i'll figure this out in a day like we'd already i'd actually already bought the green screen but i just oh, need to cool. figure it out um so it was like a very distractingly stormy background like very flashy sure. i didn't like it um so it's going to be more toned down like we're going to do i think the next the one i'm going to do tomorrow is the Batcave, 
but it's oh, just cool. like a live wallpaper style where things are kind of moving, but it's not like mm. that's awesome. Things I moving like across the screen, you know, it'll be fun. That's cool. Give me your ideas. Yes, do that in the Facebook group. You could do it. Oh yeah, that. in the Facebook group we have. How do they join the Facebook group, Dylan? You can just go to. It's a public group, so. Um, you can go to facebook.com slash groups slash bedrock live, or you can just go to like our bedrock page and you'll see it, you know? It's, okay, cool. It's like the only group we have pretty much. So cool. Um, let's get into the, what I done did, what y'all done did. Well, we went to go see new mutants. First of all, yeah, that's, right. that, that's a big one. We went to a, we went to a movie in a person, theater. a theater. We saw each other. We did. In person, well, kind of. I've seen Dylan. Yeah, right. We had masks, and there was like walls between us, uh, between the seats. I mean, I, I've seen Ron in person once. I mean, okay, yeah, we see each other on we see each other on video, but that, that, that's time. not the same. You know, I was the other time I saw you. You came, you came to pick something up in transfers. I forget what it was. You were off, but you came by Sugarland. Oh, no, I definitely don't remember that then. Right. And I've seen Dylan <laughs> once uh, when I was uh, on the live sale with the with the RPGs. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I see Dylan there. every every week or so. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, drop transfers. I, I haven't seen Eddie in person. I don't know. It was wild seeing everybody in Six person. Six months. You know, a lot of these people. I see Nick all the time. I see Nick Ryan all the time. Well, sure. Of course. Um, but, it was uh, kind of like a semi-reunion, though, because you couldn't really, like, go out and hang out and talk right. and stuff. It We're was kind of like meet up, watch a movie, leave, right. you know? Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, now what I done did. What I done did. Uh, what have I? What have I done did? I played Changeling the Dreaming with Dwight last night. He's uh, our storyteller for that, and uh, that's wrapping up. Cool. I think we, it's been getting pretty crazy. We left a big cliffhanger. We're probably all gonna die. Uh, so that's Word. exciting. Um, that's it. We had uh, we ran Call of Cthulhu this past Saturday, and uh, only two people out of the six survived. So that's a plus. That's always a win. In Cthulhu, always good. In Cthulhu always one shots when most people die, it's always a lot of fun. Uh, and that's all I done did. I I've been I've been busy. What you done did, Dilly? Oh, you got nothing. Um, I saw New Mutants. Why? Finished a show that I started forever ago that Michael will know. Um, I watched Sharp Objects. Oh, okay. No, I st- I watched the first few when it came out, and then I just kind of fell off. Um, but it was really good. If you have HBO, I've been on like an HBO binge. It's like my new go-to streaming app when I need something to watch. I'm like, I'm going to see what's on HBO, you know? Oh, I did right. also watch the first two Love Lovecrafts. I know? watched the first one. They're it was good. really good, right? Yeah, I really they're I good. really dug it. They're good, they're good. The second they're one I didn't like as much as the first one, but it's still great. The third one so. picks up. Okay. But um, the first one's a banger. It is great. It is. Like, the, it's two completely different shows. Yeah. From beginning to end. But I also watched, caught up on some more Inuyasha. I'll finish one day. Ooh, it'll, Dylan. it'll be years, but yeah. I'll, I'll get there. Look at Dylan. Look at me weaving out. Oh, I also started watching, uh, or I watched Class Action Park on HBO. What is that? Uh, it's a documentary. Oh, it's at New Jersey Amusement Park, right? Yes. Uh, so it's a documentary in New Jersey that was called Action Park. But because of the amount of deaths, injuries, and lawsuits, it was nicknamed Class Action Park. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's good. That's um, th- there's a really good YouTube series called Defunct Land that showcases like bad amusement park stories or closed down amusement parks or d- things like that. 
Um, mm-hmm. And they did a really good one on that, which is how I knew what it was. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I watched that. I watched yeah, that. that. Looks good. Thank you. I, also, I also watched a, a documentary or the first two episodes of a series on that um, that cult Nexium. You know what I'm talking about? No. I've the one on, that's on HBO too, right? Yeah, um, it's yeah, that it's one that Allison Mack from Smallville was in, uh, mm. <laughs> but it's pretty good. Pretty, pretty. Yeah, I, want to go, I need to watch it too. It's too much to watch. So, it. Ronnie Boy, me and the boys, the Watch Boys, the Watch Boys, uh, started uh, our D and D campaign. Oh, that's right, our revolving D and D campaign. Oh, that's fine. That's finally starting, huh? Finally starting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I mean, it was about to start right before pandemic, huh? And then, yeah, it was supposed to start like early this year or like late last year. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we started that. Uh, it was cool. Nick did the first session. Uh, it was pretty good. I brought so back. Are you rotating every session or every, every couple? session? We- now, is it rotating, mm. picking up with the same characters or is that's like- all same characters? Yes. Uh, story, however, that's all up to you. Uh, okay, so- Nick did end it on a cliffhanger. So. So do you now? Whoever's next, are they under the obligation to pick up where they left off, or is no, this not like, what if you know, sort of anthology style D anD D? No, not at all. I mean, I, it could be either one. I mean, because okay. I'm definitely doing, doing what I what you you know what I'm doing. I, I told you. Oh yeah, I know what you're doing. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting to see. But I might, you know, we might just pick pick and choose parts of the story. To and keep, if, you know? if if any of those people listen, don't worry, Ron. Ron no, reached out to me. Ron reached out to me for some advice. He did. I'm make, making some monsters. So get ready. Yeah, yeah. Good. Get they know ready. what I'm doing, though. So. Uh, well, yeah, sure. Um, that's exciting. So there you go. We play every two weeks. Should be fun. Nice. What'd you make? What kind of character? I, I brought back Mogar. Mogar the Enchanted, the Dragonborn Barbarian. <laughs> All day, baby. That's right. Excellent. Right. Um, Being Mogar as the can be. Yes, slashing and and doing nothing. Else. Of course, being a fool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Rolling d12s, right? Um, All day. <laughs> I uh, the other thing that I started to watch, I started to watch uh, Cursed Films. I don't know if you've heard of that. Mm-hmm. It's a TV show that's on Shutter, uh, which is you know <laughs> you have Shutter. Uh, I have it as an Amazon channel, so yes. Um, I got you. And it's pretty good. It's a documentary TV uh, TV series, uh, and each episode is about uh, cursed productions or you know weird happenings on the set of various horror movies. And the first one was on The Exorcist, and that was pretty cool. Cool things. Yeah, I, worth checking out if you have a, if you have a Shutter sub. Uh, and if you don't, then oh well. Uh, <laughs> all right, everyone, is that your only what I done did? Your your yeah, that was it. That's a big one though. That was it. All right, let's get on to the news. Um, Dune News, Empire Magazine has covered, uh, I'm sorry, Empire covers feature new looks at the main characters and first glimpse of a monstrous sandworm. That sandworm looks very different than all the sandworms I'm used to, but I'm here for it. Hmm. It looks dope. It looks like an eye. Yeah, I mean, that's not too dissimilar from what sandworms look like. It's just, I'm talking about colors and like, Hmm. this looks way more aggressive than the sandworms. That's cool. Yeah, I'm here for it. It'll, these Who is that standing in front of the sandworm, I wonder? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. It's like a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> and a hood up, right? Yeah. And a mask. Oh, that's I mean, that's going to be one of the the Fremen. It might be that might be uh Muad'Dib uh Paul. This hmm. is English. Timothy Chalamet? Yes. 
Timothy Chalamet. It might be him. Timothy. Because he sort of uh, – there's this group of people in Dune called the Fremen, and they live out in the desert. And they have these suits that recycles all their bodies moisture, and they have to wear these special masks that rec- mm-hmm. like it recycles. Yeah, it's really gross. It, like it recycles their sweat into like their body and stuff. So that looks like a, an adapted Fremen suit, and that would probably be Paul, I would assume, because he ends up wearing one because he he becomes like their leader midway through the book. They look cool. The suits they look, look way cool. cooler than they did in the old movie. So. <laughs> Um, they, they in the old movie they just they they're like look like Mad Max suits with like a nose piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but these magazines look really cool. Um, yeah, it looks very cinematic. I saw someone on Twitter said that like everyone in this movie looks so good that it, this movie is a cinematic achievement for horny people everywhere. I mean, <laughs> that's that's accurate <laughs> for real. Everybody looks. Everyone in this movie is beautiful. Like yeah. Like a CW they, uh, show. Momoa. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Jason Momoa's in this movie. I forgot. Yep. Okay. Oh, boy. Um, the Stand News. CBS All Access releases first teaser trailer for the upcoming Stephen King adaptation. Um, it will, following the announcement, the, the Stand will premiere on December 17th. CBS All Access has released the first teaser trailer. It's only 30 seconds long, uh, but it is the very definition of a teaser. It does manage to squeeze in quite a few shots fans of the novel should recognize. Um, there's a lot of. Shout out to Michael's cat. Yeah, shout out to my cat. (laughs) Willow, come on, be cool. Um, but this is, I'm very excited for this series. I'm glad it's coming out this year still. Um, look at old Whoopi. I know. I know, right? I know. I'm here for it. Um, it like, like super old, like a hundred something years old. In this show. Yeah, yeah. She's because she I won't watch this. Mother Abigail. What'd you say, Rob? Says unfortunate because I won't watch this show. You're not gonna watch it. I don't have CBS. Neither do I. But I'm gonna get it. No, <laughs> you get yours then. Baby. Actually, no. You know what? That's a lie. I do. I do have it because I think my I think my mom has it. Do they still do free trials? Who knows? I mean, I you would assume they might, right? With this. Uh... With the airing of the show, I do. Yeah, it. maybe when big shows come out, sure. I don't know how big of a deal this is, though. You know, like who knows? I don't know mm-hmm. if people still care about the stand because they already did a TV miniseries like twenty years ago. I mean, they, they care about Stephen King, though. That yeah, like that's true. Especially people. nowadays, he's getting a resurgence. Um, is anyone famous in this other than Whoopi? Ooh, okay. I don't know. I, I'm not Henry, sure. Henry Zaga from New Mutants that we just watched. James Marsden, Alexander Skarsgård, okay. Amber Heard. It's got some famous people. Okay, that's good. Uh, who's playing Randall Flagg? Does it say? Wow. Are you are you looking Alexander at Skarsgård? Oh, fantastic. Okay, excellent. Um. Anyway, um, this is kind of crazy. Scream is back at Paramount as Paramount sets for January twenty two. Um, release date for the upcoming fifth Scream movie. Uh, they've announced that Spyglass Media Group's upcoming Scream 5 will open in theaters on January 14th, 2022 during the extended Martin Luther King holiday weekend. Um, no word on whether the franchise leading Lady Nev Campbell will, will reprise her role um, as, as Sidney Prescott, but considering that uh, her two fellow legacy cast members, Courtney Cox and David Arquette, have both already been confirmed, uh, to reprise their roles, it seems likely. Um, I know she said she pre- previously years ago she said that she wouldn't do a scream that didn't have Wes Craven attached to it. I don't know if that extends to now that since he has passed away, 
Like if that, yeah. rule, you know, if that rule goes away, since he can't actually have anything to do with Scream. Right. Um, It'd I, be weird if they had other legacy cast members and not her, right? I mean, yeah, but a lot of these movies have to do that anyway, you know? Like, that that just happens. So I feel like it'd be better. I feel like you should either go in a different direction with new people or get the legacy. All the cast? Not like a mix. I don't know. I agree with you. Yeah. um, But I I liked the first four, so I think that this one... I, I don't know who's involved. I have no idea about any of this stuff. Like, uh, if Kevin Williamson's doing anything with this, or because uh, he wrote, I don't know, a couple of them, and he has something to do with the TV show, but the TV show was bad apparently. Um, it is. Um, Snake Eyes news: Henry Golding's GI Joe spinoff uh, gets a new 2021 release date from Paramount. Um, after, after initially setting in for an October 2020 release date, Paramount was forced to remove its long gestating GI Joe spinoff <laughs> Snake Eyes from their release calendar. Uh, last month due to the uncertainty of the box office due to the coronavirus pandemic. However, it looks like the Robert Schwentke-directed film will once again uh, have a release date as the studio is now set for October 20... I already read all this, uh, basically. Um, <laughs> so it's coming out a year later, basically. Yeah. Huh. Did, I have a, did I have a bet that this would be postponed, or is that Mortal um, Kombat? You the have... same movie to me. It might have been this one. Uh, we must have also. Did, I think we had Scream Five news already because we have a, a bet on there. Yeah, we talked about it a few times. Yeah, we did. Okay, because yeah. there's a five dollar bet that I say it will be called Scream Five, and Dylan says it'll be called something else. Like, there you go. Scream, you won that, right? Colon. Or, or are we, we waiting no, until it comes we have out? No way to Not until right, it comes no. out. Um. Okay. What? No, we don't have anything with Snake Eyes. Okay, I don't know why I thought I did. I th- I maybe it was Godzilla. It was Godzilla, wasn't it? Maybe. I think I said Godzilla would be delayed against yeah, you- Matt. Yeah. I don't. All, know those three me. movies are on the same level to me. <laughs> Godzilla, GI Joe, and what was the other one? I already forgot. Not that one's on a hey, level. <laughs> no, Mortal Kombat. Oh. I'm more excited for Mortal Kombat than if the, of the three. Yeah. I didn't even um, know there was a Mortal Kombat movie coming out. One day. Uh, the King's Man um, news. Mar- uh, Marvel. Um, sorry, Marvel. Matthew Vaughn's Kingsman <laughs> uh, prequel uh, moves from this September to 2021, uh, as seems to be the way with most things right now. Um, mm-hmm. Deadline confirms that 20th Century Studios, The King's Man, has moved from September 18th this year to February 26th next year. Honestly, this isn't remotely surprising as the marketing campaign has been uh, has stalled out months ago and the th- and the theater situation is not improving. Um, the trade notes that despite Mulan's planned Disney Plus review uh, debut, Disney remains intent on staying committed to the theatrical release, but want both coasts open to maximize profits. So I'm curious, right? We went to go see New Mutants, and then Tenet's coming out in September or whatever. Why are movies getting pushed back if movies are coming out? As of this re- Tenet came out today. As of this recording, it's been out today. Days. Yes, today. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Um, so why, why are they getting pushed back? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you would assume just like, screw it. Just put movies in the theater. They're, people because are going to watch them. We saw. The majority of the theater markets aren't open. Like, New York right. and LA are still closed. Oh, are they still closed? Is, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, which is where most of the money's made. So, yeah, you got to remember, we're stupid know. out here. Like, I mean, you're not wrong. We are here being foolish. We'll get to more theater news 
down the line. Yes. Um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot loses directors uh, a week into production. What? That's crazy. Um, also, also, <laughs> who cares about Texas Chainsaw? Um, Deadline is reporting, yet again, more Deadline, uh, that the Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre uh, is, has hit a serious roadblock. Just one week after production has started in Bulgaria, the directors Ryan and Andy Tohill of The Dig, which I don't know, have okay. parted ways with legendary pictures over creative differences. Uh, that has led to the shooting being halted um, as a new director, David Blue Garcia, is taking over. The studio was unhappy with what the brothers had shot over the past week, though no specifics had been shared about what was so bad about their work. That's rough. Well, I, I gotta know. Like, how can you what could it be? Texas Chainsaw Massacre right, exactly. so bad in a week that the studio so has confused. to fire you? We'll you find the, out in like 10 years. The Chainsaw Massacre tried to kill like a racist or something. And then like, right? <laughs> well, they would know that from the script, I would think, ahead of time. No, Whatever no, no, they turned no. in. Yeah, no, you're right. This, I, mean, like, I, think, I, also, I find it astonishing when directors bail on projects because they don't want to work with the executives you know like you're you no you're work? no names and what kind of artistic freedom do you need on texas chainsaw you know come on yeah, exactly. it's not like it's your own indie project that someone's coming in and trying to control you know like right you have to, you have to be a team player i feel like almost i know i sound like a, a studio. Disney empire studio exec but like you have to work together to make these movies like so most of these horror remakes or reboots or whatever are not good and are not unique. The big exceptions being Rob Zombie's Halloween, which mm-hmm. is very different. Whether you like it or not, it is very good or not than the previous Halloweens. And even I would say Danny McBride's Halloween is not so much different, but it definitely has its own feel. Feels it it feels unique. Whereas Friday the Thirteenth was terrible. Nightmare on Elm Street was terrible. Uh, Evil Dead was good. Evil Dead was good. Evil Dead was good. Um, both Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboots were terrible. Um, I, there's, I, there's exceptions, but for the most part, they're all bad. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, you know, you're not going to... And most of them are not... They're all generic studio movies, and that's what they're going to be. Yep. Your, your movies that aren't are the rare exception. So, <laughs> I don't know who these, the Toehill brothers are, but... Uh, this was their shot to uh, to get a name on a, a on a big property. No, they got the dig. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> um, the Thing director John Carpenter is teaming with Blumhouse to reboot the classic horror franchise. Ooh, Speaking of the director of the 1982 horror classic, John Carpenter confirmed during a panel at the 2020 Fantasia International Film Festival in Montreal that he's developing a reboot with Blumhouse. Uh, don't go in the Blumhouse. Uh, <laughs> upon receiving the uh, uh, Cheval Noir Award, uh, the filmmaker was asked whether he has a new project in development with the founder and CEO, Jason Blum. I have. I don't know about that, Carpenter responded. But we've talked about, I think he's going to be working on The Thing, rebooting The Thing. I'm involved with that, maybe, down the road. All Sounds right. like he's not that closely involved. Not at all. Well, John Carpenter doesn't really do stuff with movies anymore. He's really focused on music right now. Um, Really? Interesting. Dude, his music is awesome. Um, (laughs) He puts out, it sounds like, well, it is. Um, The first couple albums he put out uh, are 
because he he wrote all the music for most of his movies. He wrote most of the soundtracks. Okay. Um, like the Halloween theme, the thing, the thing theme, and all the music in those movies he wrote. And so he has a bunch of music that he wrote for his '80s movies that never got used. And so you have all these really cool '80s action and horror sounding tracks that don't go to any movie, but are really, really good. So he started putting them out as an album, playing them, playing them live, doing the whole thing. And now he's doing a little bit more uh, involved stuff than that. But no, he's been focusing on his music. Um, and and he also will show up anywhere to talk about horror things if if you pay him. He's a he's a he's a convention guy through and through. You know he will he will do a panel on anything. Um, and I love John Carpenter, but you know, uh, and I'm also completely okay with them rebooting the thing. Um, because I did they do a reboot a few years ago? Uh huh. I didn't hate it. It was fine. Well, it wasn't. Yeah, it was a reboot and a prequel, right? Like it was kind of like I didn't see it. I missed all. I, that. I thought we saw it together. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely missed all that. Okay, um, it's all right. I I also don't love the original thing all that much anyway. I like it a lot, but like I don't. I have no allegiance to don't mess with the classic. Uh, for the thing, because the thing mm-hmm. itself, John Carpenter's the thing is also a remake of a movie from the forties or the fifties, rather, uh, called The Thing from Outer Space. So, you know, whatever. But I, I'm I think it's a a good call for Blumhouse to get that. Um, a Resident Evil series officially is in development for Netflix and will focus on Wesker's daughters. Um, mm. Now, before I get into this, this is this is a series that I know so little about the lore and the world. Even though I've played a good chunk of the games, I have retained none of it. Same, like, you know. I've well, I've only played a couple games and seen all the movies, so I only know about like Alice and all that. I don't know about these right people too much. Um. Is there a reason one of these is highlighted, Dylan? Uh, it's just a quote. It's okay. like the synopsis. Oh, got it. You can just read that part if you want. Uh, the Netflix series will tell its new story across two timelines. In the first, 14-year-old sisters Jade and Billy Wesker are moved to New Raccoon City, a manufactured corporate town forced, uh, forced on them right as adolescence is in full swing. Uh, but the more time they spend there, the more they come to realize that the town is in, mo- is in more... The town is more than it seems, and their father may be concealing dark secrets. Well, yeah, their dad's Wesker. Um, (laughs) Secrets that could destroy the world. The second, more than a decade into the future, sees less than 15 million people left on Earth. And more than 6 billion monsters. (laughs) People and animals infected with the T-Virus. Are we just going with monsters? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm confused. Why are they just... Okay. Okay, people and animals infected with the T-Virus. Jade, now 30... Struggles to survive in the, in this new world, while the secrets from her past about her sister, her father, and herself continue to haunt her. Um, this this is going to be um, by showrunner Andrew Dabb, uh, who ran Supernatural, and maybe continues to run that. I don't know. And this is live. So is Billy dead? I don't know. You have to. First ask one's me. Jade and Billy as children, and then the second one's Jade, Jade and Thirty. Yeah, it's going to be Billy. episodes only. Um, and. Bronwyn Hughes of The Walking Dead is set to direct the first two episodes, and I don't know that name, so sorry. Um, I have zero allegiance to Resident Evil. I don't, I don't care. Um, I, I, I liked. I stopped at five. I think I stopped. Oh, they're so good. The later ones, not really. The but game. I yeah. love them. 
No, no, no. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant the movie. Oh, the, no. The I, movies I, are so good towards the end. I stopped at... Uh, what was the third one? Afterlife, the one in the desert? That They're utter called? garbage. It's so bad. They make, they make Fast and Furious look like... I don't know. Like, cinematic. See, I, I, hold, I hold that the first one is alright. Like, yeah, it is. Where's Mark? But the, they the just get progressively one, crazier. They keep having to top themselves. The, mm-hmm. I, I knew. I knew the second one was too much when they cast Middle Eastern actor Oded Fair to play Carlos. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, what do you expect? I I don't know. Hire someone who. Okay, whatever. That's <laughs> wild. Um, no, I get. But the movies are fun, though. I mean, I'll say that. Like, as terrible as they are, they are. They're a spectacle. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't care about this. I mean, I, I'll probably only watch this if we're going to do a show on it, which I'll watch it. we we could. I like horror. I mean, I do it, like horror, so it can be good horror based on anything. You never know. Yeah. That, you know, you're, you're not wrong. And if, I like the idea of a series, a horror series. Mm-hmm. Um, the new mutants co-creator, Bob McLeod, uh, bashes Fox's final X-Men film and credits misspelled his name. Yikes. Wow. According to New Mutants uh, co-creator Bob McLeod, uh, some of the film's faults had to do with the fact that, that some of the on-screen actors looked nothing like their comic book counterparts. I disagree with that. I like, what does that have to do with anything? But anyway, his quote is, but then I was disappointed when they didn't give Danny braids. Although I like Blue Hunt, I was disappointed when Rain wasn't a redhead with spiky hair. Although I adore Maisie Williams. I'm disappointed that Sam isn't tall and gawky, although I do like Charles Heaton. But mainly, I was very disappointed that Roberto isn't short and dark-skinned. Yet another example of Hollywood whitewashing. Uh, they couldn't even be bothered to check the spelling of my name sometimes in the, sometime in the last three years. And that can't be fixed. That will be on the, on the movie forever. And I think I'm done with this movie. Um, There's a lot to dissect here. Th- yes, right. Aside from the, the whitewashing part with Roberto, I think it doesn't matter if they... Everything's are- wrong except for that. Yeah. Right. Right. Who cares like, if she has braids? And yeah, who cares? I feel like Rain did have spiky red hair, kind of. She I don't mean, know. It wasn't, she it wasn't had, like, spiked chunky, up. She but had it like was... chunky hair, right? Like, right. Like, what do you want? Like Karen, 2003, Kate Gosselin hair? I don't, I don't know. What do you want? Yes. Magic looked like magic. I don't. They all look like big hairs. Sam was pretty skinny. For... Like, how skinny does he? I don't know. Yeah. Um, also, saying. And that can't be fixed. I'll be in the movie forever. Like I'm sure it's fixed now. They're digital now. You just you you can quickly change that. You know, right? It's not like it's not. It's not forever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's talking about there. Um, yeah, I'm sure they won't fix it in the in the in the. Re- I mean, now they're not in the home video it. either, right? <laughs> like what? What was he expecting? What superhero movie has come out where they look exactly like? You know? Yeah. No. None. Whatever. I, I guess it's happened, but like I thought they were faithful enough. And we will they get have to their our opinions. respective accents. Yeah, we'll get to it. But I just feel like he's taking a little bit too much ownership of it. Yeah, for real. Because I mean, did he have anything to do with the movie? Other Probably than not. he made the characters or helped create the characters? I don't. Doesn't look like it. Um, Raya and the Last Dragon first look revealed as Star Wars actress Kelly Marie Tran joins the cast. Um, production on Disney Plus's Raya and the Last Dragon has been continuing remotely since the pandemic hit back in March. And EW, I guess Entertainment Weekly, 
uh, has now unveiled the first still from the animated adventure. This is not a still, that's just a picture of Kelly Marie Tran. Um, it's, it's an article. Okay. <laughs> Although a promo image did the rounds last uh, late last year, this is the first fully rendered CG image from the movie. It's also been announced that Kelly Marie Tran will provide the voice of Raya, uh, replacing Cassie Steele. Uh, the, pre- the previously cast Aquafina, uh, meanwhile, will play Sisu, a dragon in human form who needs Raya's help to reclaim her power and become her true dragon self. Cool. I'm excited for this movie. Me too. Same. I had it ranked number one or number two. No, I didn't rank number two behind Dune on my uh, power rankings this year. I'm glad uh, Kelly Marie Tran is getting work, you know, and especially know. from Disney. So, like, they clearly oh, that, yeah, don't share the picture. they don't share the opinions of you know the Star Ooh. Wars fan base. I wasn't going to say that, but <laughs> you know what I mean. I uh. I wonder what our power rankings are going to look like next year. You know? Who knows? I, I, we have to wait a couple months to see how this theater stuff shakes out. And we might have to, you know, adjust it for uh, some of these movies still might come out digitally. We don't know. Um, Deathstroke's Knights and Dragons, the movie, barely cracks DEG's watched at home top 20 list. Hmm. Poor Deathstroke. Um, while a good chunk of theaters reopened this week for New Mutants and Bill and Ted's Face the Music, uh, the Digital Entertainment Group is still keeping us informed on their weekly Watch at Home Top Top 20 list. Um, oh, boy. All right, let's do it. Um, number one, The Tax Collector. Number two, Trolls World Tour. Number three, Yellowstone Season 1. Yellowstone Season 3. Yellowstone Season 2. Number six, The Silencing. The Vanished. The Outpost. Made in Italy. You Should Have Left. The Rental, Deep Blue Sea 3, hanging in there. <laughs> uh, Jumanji, uh, The Next Level, The King of Staten Island, Spree, Scoob, The High Note, Sputnik, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, really? And Deathstroke, Knights and, Knights and Dragons, the movie. Wow. All right. Nobody hmm. cares at that point. This movie just came out, right? This was yep. a new release? It's too yep. bad. It's kind of, it was like a piece, I think it was like an animated show on CW Seed, and then they pieced it oh, together it? into a movie. Yeah, it was like a series. And then no, they like recut it into be a movie. Now, I'm surprised that Bill and Ted isn't on this list, because you can watch it on Voodoo. It's, but maybe this is like last, this is like a week old, basically. Oh, this okay. It comes out the week after. Got it. So okay. next week we should talk about Bill and Ted. And Bill and Ted will be number one. I would hope yeah, so. Yeah. Already know. Um, when is New Mutants going to go digital? I like don't know. Eleven days. What's that? What's that new rule? Is it something crazy? Like two weeks? That's for um, Universal. So I'm not sure. I don't think Disney's done that, but um, okay, I mean, probably a, a few months. Long, right? Okay, yeah. it'll be a couple months. Maybe, I think around holidays. Uh, video game news: Marvel heroes and villains battle Galactus in epic new season of Fortnite <laughs> Nexus War. Um, yes. So I want. <laughs> um. In what could easily be the most ambitious crossover between Epic Games and Marvel yet, Chapter 2, Season 4 of Fortnite features multiple Marvel heroes and villains enter the Battle Royale. The battle between Thor and Galactus, which was told through numerous in-game comics, serves as the foundation of the new season. While Fortnite Nexus War still uh, retains the core Battle Royale elements, there are now numerous Marvel-inspired gameplay elements and cosmetics. So I don't want to say that we spoke the Fortnite Marvel into existence but the two but. people 
that got the Fortnite nickname. Donnie Fortnite Gates and Jonathan Fortnite Hickman are both Marvel. And, you know, at some point... They both make those characters. They do. Do you know who's writing this, Michael? Donnie Fortnite Gates. Yeah, so, I mean, so do we make it happen? Maybe. I, I mean, you decide. Um, but, I mean, I'm not I'm going to have to play it. I'm, I'm going to go to the, the Donnie Cates Wikipedia right now <laughs> and make sure I fix that. He, where's his wiki? How come that's not wow, like the, the first result? That's terrible. It's been taken down. You're right. Uh, there's a lot right. of backlash from people about this uh, Marvel Why? Fortnite. Hey, video game people. Old Why? Men are old men and they just mad. What? What's to be mad about? Kids having fun? With their Fortnites. I don't know. Yeah, people so... I don't get it. Everything has to be made for me. If it's not for me, it should not exist. It's like, well, fam, like, Marvel, Capcom exists. I don't know, whatever. You're mad that there's cosmetics in a Fortnite that have characters you like on them. It's the whole thing. You know how. You know how. I am. I stick to it. I don't want to see Storm with a parachute. It'll make me upset. It's not a visual. Like, Storm doesn't need a par- parachute, Dylan. Well, she, she's she gonna have one. one. How's she gonna out of that plane? She, she might fly just out? fly out. I hate it. I don't know. I hate it. It shouldn't exist. Delete it. Throw it away. <laughs> Delete. I don't want to see Storm flossing. Ugh. It's wow. good. It's good. But I, an artist I like did a cover. They're doing a few comic covers for this. Mm-hmm, and one mm-hmm. of them had Storm on it, and I sent it to Ron, not knowing that this existed. Really? The daughter. Was, he was like, yeah, he was like, you don't know what that is? And I was like, no. I was like, but if they add Storm to Fortnite, I'm going to play it. And then, <laughs> and like, then he sent me the no. link to the trailer. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, hold on. And I was like, oh, I didn't really mean that. My bad. You have to. <laughs> I mean, they you also, I don't know why people are mad, because they've been had, like, Cable, Psylocke. Yeah, Marvel characters been in it, man. Bunch of DC characters are in it. And they're just skins. It's not even like an in-continuity story. Like, it's just a $20 skin most of the time, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Right. I like, don't know. I, don't know I mean, I guess they're upset because their Fortnite is in continuity now and you have Thor punching the banana or whatever. Sure. Like, whatever. I, I don't think it's in, like, Marvel Comics continuity. I don't know. No, of course not. It's in Fortnite continuity. <laughs> it's fine. I, I hate everyone that is upset by this. Like, come on. Who cares? What's that game that had like every? Ugh. They're like sack Come people on. or something. It's like a little TV. Oh, uh, uh, a little the big planet. Guys? Yeah, a little big planet. They had like every property too. Oh, they did, you know. And True. people aren't mad about that. Those look way more outrageous than this. Right. Whatever. Uh, DC Fandom was a huge hit for Warner Brothers with 22 million views. Trailers generated over 150 million views. Variety is reporting that the DC Fandom Hall of Heroes event generated 22 million viewers across 220 countries during its 24-hour run online. With trailers for the Batman, Justice League, the Snyder Cut, (laughs) Justice League colon, the Snyder Cut, generating upwards of 150 million views since the weekend. Yeah, that's not surprising. I mean, it was a really cool idea of, for an event. Um, yep. And I would be surprised if we didn't see something like that continue. No, they definitely don't keep doing those. Any doubt that they would do another one is gone and that they will not be a part of San Diego Comic-Con anymore. I'm right. pretty sure. Uh-huh. Um, the game is afoot for a full trailer for Netflix's adaptation of Enola Holmes starring Millie Bobby oh, Brown. Boy. 
Following a couple of brief teasers, Netflix has released a full trailer for Enola Holmes, which stars Stranger Things alum Millie Bobby Brown as the heroine of the title. Uh, this take on the story, which comes from us, comes to us from Killing Eve director Harry Bradbeer and his Dark Materials writer Jack Thorne, begins with Enola waking on her 16th birthday to find her mother, Helena Bonham Carter, has vanished. Uh, an assortment of gifts have been left behind, but there are no apparent clues as to her whereabouts. Now in the care of her two older brothers who want brothers who want to ship her off to a finishing school, Enola escapes through London to find her mom. Uh, that next part is for something else. Okay. Um, that's... I know we watched that 30 second, or it was like a 10 second thing a couple yeah. weeks ago. This is like yeah. the first two yeah, minute the full, trailer. The full trailer. No. I, I don't really care about this movie. I'm sorry. Same. I don't know who cares about it. I don't know who it's made for. I guess I, I think it's like a young, a young adult audience. Maybe I've had some people on my Facebook share it and at, you know, react positively towards it. So I don't know. I think you, it looks good. I'm not going to lie, but fans will watch it because Millie Bobby, a sure. bunch of what? Stranger things. Stranger fans. Things fans. Oh yeah, probably. I think you'll pull in some of those for sure. And it's got Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes. So oh, well, okay. Say no more. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> um, <laughs> It had that song in it that's like in every trailer now. Um, what's that? It was. It's like by what's it? Garbage or something? What's the name of that band? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember the song. Hmm. Okay. You uh, you like it, Michael? I know you like this song, but d- d- <laughs> what makes you some nineties? Some like nineties rock girl band. Yeah, I mean that is garbage. <laughs> yeah, garbage. What's that one song? I think I'm paranoid. Wow, Dylan. Dylan's gonna. Dylan's gonna have to get the receipts the really clack, quick. Clack. I hear the I hear the clickety clack as Dylan is trying to figure out what song is this in the Enola Holmes trailer. Um, just keep going. I'll I'll just shout it out real quick. Side note: uh, the Stranger Things uh, stuff. I can't remember the kid's name, but the black kid in the show. Okay, in Stranger Things. He yes, in Stranger Things. He turned Lucas. eighteen not too long ago. Lucas, thank you. And he turned how old? Eighteen. What? And Twitter is losing their minds because he got his glow up. Oh, so like all the girls on Twitter are like swooning over him now. It's ridiculous. Is he ready to play Miles? There sure. You go. Caleb McLaughlin. It was Celebrity Skin. Oh, that's by Hole. Oh, Hole, whatever. Same thing. And I do like that song. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that like- Captain Marvel or something? Uh, maybe. It's. Okay. I mean, it's it's that Courtney Love band. Uh, you know. Right. So yeah, probably was in Captain Marvel. We're like, how dare he compare those two? How dare you compare hole to garbage? <laughs> garbage hole. <laughs> Actually, garbage good too. So, um, anyway, Tenet races to fifty-three million dollars plus internationally, in a major win for the movie the- movie-going experience in the COVID nineteen era. Tenet grossed a better than expected fifty-three million dollars plus as it debuted internationally in forty-one markets, including Canada. We're off to a fantastic start internationally and couldn't be more pleased, said Toby Emmerich, Warner Brothers Picture Group chairman. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. enough about box office numbers to predict how it'll do here. Um, sure. But what are the what, what's the expectation? I mean, I know, you know, it's coming out. It, what's well, like Wednesday? This is right? a, they were expecting this to do a lot worse. This article moved somehow. Yeah, um, I don't know what happened. It was under the New Mutants box office before. 
But oh, I moved it down because to end it with New Mutants. Got it. Okay, okay. Um, it fifty three million is really good for compared to what people thought it was going to do. But this is also in countries that have their act together. I was going to say another word, right? You know what I mean. So right. we'll see about the U.S. But in countries where, like, at least we have a little bit of a roadmap, you know, right? Like for when it's sort of under control, maybe things can do well. So. We'll see. Um, the Powerpuff Girls live-action TV series is in the works <laughs> for the CW. Uh, Variety God. is reporting that the Powerpuff Girls are returning to the small screen, this time in live-action. In the TV it. shows, the Powerpuff Girls were an elementary school-age super team comprised of Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup. Uh, they were created accidentally by Professor Utonium uh, <laughs> when he combined sugar, spice, and everything nice with the mysterious Chemical X. In this new premise, though. Yeah, the, the the updated version is the titular superheroes are now disillusioned 20-somethings who resent having <laughs> lost their childhood to crime fighting. Will they agree to reunite now that the world needs them more than ever? Oh, I love this. Good Lord. <laughs> this is Riverdale nonsense, and I love it. So, oh, oh, it's CW. Oh, my. Yes. Wow. This sounds like some old CW exec was like, Powerpuff Girls, make them 20. And- <laughs> And hot. No, who's idea? <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah make him twenty and hot. Some guy chain smoking behind a desk. Make him, <laughs> make him hotter. Make him hotter. No one wants to watch kindergarten no, girls. Yeah, nobody they don't have wants the budget that. for these powers. By the way, zero. They won't use their powers. Dollars. What do you mean? They'll have like super. So who's your favorite? Throw around like light things. Buttercup. Uh, Blossom is clearly the best. Yeah, I agree. Blossom is the best. So you know the one that who. Can act like an adult, even in kindergarten. Right. The whole the whole team would fall apart without her. If your team bubbles, get out of here. Is what I'm no, bubbles, right. bubbles is cute, but she's ridiculous. No, bubbles is cute. You can't, but you can't have bubbles on a team. You need the other two to balance her out. Hey, whenever her rage comes out, she you know she messed stuff up. She she's like the early days of the Unikitty. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Um, raised by wolves. There's a new trailer for dr- Alien director Ridley Scott's HBO Max sci-fi series. Um, the show premieres on the streaming service Thursday, September 3rd. Okay. Um, this Thursday. Tomorrow. Wow. Sorry. Tomorrow. Centers <laughs> on two androids tasked with raising a human with raising human children on a mysterious virgin planet. As the burgeoning colony of humans threatens to be torn apart by religious differences, the androids learn that controlling the beliefs of humans is as tre- is a treacherous and difficult task. Alien and the Martian director, Ridley Scott, is serving as an executive producer for Raised by Wolves. Um, he's also directed the first two episodes. Um, cool. it's a very Ridley Scott premise. It is a very Ridley Scott premise with the with the heavy religious overtones. Uh, I feel like this is going to be a Ridley Scott message movie, and and I'm show, okay with that. It looks good. I will say it that, does look good. <laughs> but Ridley Scott is annoying. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm annoying. People can make good things, Michael. That's, yeah, they can. I mean, also anyone who's not. Have you heard of Scott Snyder? Uh, I mean, but what has he made this good? Than Dawn of the Dead. Scott I Snyder. To, I, oh, I miss the days Snyder. of of where I could like pick and choose creators based on whether or not they're annoying. You know, now it's like, oh, you're not, you're not racist <laughs> you or a rapist. Right, yeah, exactly. He's a cool guy, <laughs> you know. So, right, like, pick oh, your battles, oh. Michael. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, 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 you're right. My bar is too my bar is too high. <laughs> I just have to settle for he hasn't assaulted anybody. He's not okay. a raging racist, so he must be <laughs> awesome. That we know of. You're right. Although that is true. I but see, but but I have a problem with him creatively though. Like I have a big problem with him. Like with uh for like with Prometheus. Like, um, did you ever watch that uh huge um comic book girl nineteen hour long deep dive yes. Prometheus? It's it's very interesting because it's like he didn't even want to make that movie. He wanted to make an adaptation of Chariot of the Gods and then just you know, couldn't get funded. Added that on top. Yeah. He just made <laughs> the, he made put, it put, alien. put an alien skin on it and you know, sold sold his movie that way. I'm like, okay, I guess. I'm okay with that though. He might be racist. Remember how quick Idris Elba died in that movie? There you go. There you go. Wow. I mean, I love Blade Runner, though, so I can't say too much. I mean, He, he killed your it. best character. Wow. Uh, oh, he did Legend, too? That's right. He did do Legend. Okay. I like really? Legend, and I like Blade Runner. But 2049 is better, so shout out to Denis Villeneuve. Um, <laughs> shout out. Um, and the Exorcist reboot is reportedly coming to theaters in 2021. Um, at the end, this was so <sighs> like buried at the bottom of a deadline article. Um, huh, I missed it. Yeah, right. It's, it was an article about something else. Um, uh, the uh, let's see here. At the end of a recent deadline article, um, a comment came from Morgan Creek Entertainment Group, who created The Exorcist, and nobody it is completely irrelevant nowadays. Um, was working on several reboots including a planned theatrical reboot reboot for The Exorcist for 2021. Now, Morgan Creek famously tweeted back in 2016 that they would, quote, never remake The Exorcist uh, for, for film. That I mean, because they did a TV show. Um, and there's no listings for a new film project anywhere on their pages or on the databases like IMDb. And the original film's director, William Friedkin, Friedkin has also responded uh, to the to the talk on Twitter, saying, "I have nothing to do with an Exorcist reboot and wouldn't watch it if there was one." So I don't know if this is um, I don't know what the status is with this, but it this was in an article a couple of days ago. Um, and it's not like Deadline would just make something up. So it's really soon. It is next year. It must be pretty far along. Or they are putting zero money in it. And it's going to be garbage because it's Morgan Creek. I mean, what's the last? I mean, I don't even know what they're putting out these days. I don't know what that is. Right. Well, they did The Exorcist. That's that's where okay. they, they're li- they live off of The Exorcist. I assume. Like I'm looking at their movies here. Like, uh, the last movie they had theatrically was in 2017, and it was All Eyes on Me, the Tupac thing. Oh really? Hmm. Yeah. And before that, okay. it was 2011, and it was the Thing remake. Huh. So they'll never remake a movie, then they remake the thing. (laughs) Right. So yeah, they've had two movies in the past ten years. So you know. They they just live off the exorcist. Um because I mean you can. But um anyway, uh New Mutants secures a seven million dollar weekend at the box office. The opening for Disney uh and twentieth century Fox's studios is now looking like seven million dollars in a nation where only sixty two percent of the theaters are open. With auditorium capacity restrictions ranging from 25 to 50 percent, um, says one distribution boss, uh, "We're still waiting for the perfection for perfection until this thing becomes uh, something in the rearview mirror." Overall, more big circuits are expected to come back online next weekend in time for Tenet, so we're apt uh, to see more of an increase in ticket sales, but we're still far off from New York City and LA 
giving us a boost. Overseas in 10 markets, including France, Spain, uh, where New Mutants came up against Tenet, the Marvel movie earned $2.9 million, putting its global opening near $10 million. Hmm. I mean... Crazy. I mean, okay. It's not good, but it's not terrible. You know, which, which is so. so unfortunately for Disney, this is like a terrible experiment then because like they didn't really tell them anything. And, you know, they I think what they're hoping is that they would get a ton yeah. of money out of this, you know, to sort of more money than they would normally get out of out of releasing this movie. So do you think it's going to go on streaming paid? Absolutely. Like mm-hmm. Disney Plus streaming paid. Oh, no, no, no. I think it'll be, you know, rent at home. I don't, I don't think it'll be on Disney Plus or anything like that. It'll be a VOD. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. who knows? So, they said they're adding an adult section to Disney Plus, so it could go Oh, did there, they? But... Oh, did they? Uh-huh. I missed that. Oh, uh, okay. I think they're doing like a, it's like a Fox Searchlight, but it's not Fox anymore. 20th Century Studios. That makes They're sense. rebranding it to include everything, so who knows? Interesting. Interesting. Think they're getting rid of Hulu then? They can't do yeah. that. They no. don't own all that. Yeah, they, they they don't own it enough to do that. Oh, they they don't. I I thought they did. I mean, they own it, but they don't. Own, I don't think they own the full thing, right? The full thing. It's like sixty or seventy percent, something like that. They own a bunch of it, but not a lot. Interesting. So let's get into the actual movie at hand here. New Mutants. We saw a movie. First of all, um, the bet. Most importantly, Dylan, <sighs> bet Ron, and I five dollars each. That the movie will be on a paid streaming slash slash fathom event, so I and Ron am owed five dollars each. Hey, we up here. However, I also bet Dylan one dollar. I don't know why I did this. I bet against myself. The New Mutants will be released as a miniseries. <laughs> so Dylan only owes me four dollars. Wow, boy. Yeah, the gag is. But the gag is. I paid the tip for everyone. That's true. <laughs> so we, can, we can call it even for you two. How about that? There we go. I'll get the me. Rip. So I'll mark, I'll mark those as paid then. We should <laughs> talk about our, our theater experience. Yeah. So let's let's do that. So we went to. This sounds. I was telling everybody like we we rented out a theater and I was getting giving I was getting looks and I was like wait right. like, Ooh, I know this sounds like a big baller move. <laughs> it does. It sounds like we're bougie. We are not bougie. It was very affordable. Um, Star Cinema Grill Wait. has two different packages. I forget what the the first one is. It's like one ninety five, but you're bringing a DVD from home. Um, the second one totals out to around three hundred dollars, right? Um, yeah, after taxes and fees and everything, um, it's about three hundred dollars. So if you're getting and you're supposed to bring ten people or or a little bit more, uh, and that works out to be about thirty dollars a person, which is pretty good. And you're getting the theater to yourself. You get to pick the time, new release movie, and you get a drink, a small popcorn, and an entree, which is yeah. crazy. Not bad. Because, I mean, I feel like what I ordered or what I got with a movie ticket, I would have paid more for that. No, most but, definitely. So I'm fine with it. That worked but, out. Yeah, great. my food was like $25. Right. I got, I feel bad. I got that popcorn because I felt like I had to, and then I had like two pieces of it. Right. It's like, because I'd eaten dinner right before I went there. I didn't know. They didn't tell me there was going to be an entree. I'm still not convinced that was supposed to happen, you know? Okay. Um, oh, you think that was like a. First on the website, it says mm-hmm. you get a popcorn and a drink. 
sure, okay. sure, sure. So, Maybe they keep it like that, so you didn't, so you people don't know, you know. Abuse well, it. Pretend you don't Maybe. know. Maybe book it. But uh, I was, I, I, I got there full, so I had to. But I felt like, well, it's free. I got to eat it, you know. So right. No, I, was, ro- I rolled out of that theater. So, um, <laughs> the the seats were good. Uh, yeah. I had I had nothing but positivity. It was this was the nice um, Star Cinema out in uh, the newer one out in Katy. Katy Richmond. Katy Richmond area. It's on I ten and. I don't know. No, it's on West Park and something. Ninety nine ish, close enough. Um, every like two seats has a wall between it. So yeah, you don't, gotta, you don't have to spray onto the person next to you. Yeah. So i I would say positive theater experience, and I would do it again. Um, Agreed. We we're thinking about doing it at Cinemark next time. But yeah. Yeah, Cinemark's Cinemark's got even, they, deal. They look into it. I don't know all the details, but they have a cheaper deal even that you can do. Yeah. Yep. You don't get the food included, but you get heavily discounted popcorn. So mm-hmm. sure. But even so, you know, just don't eat. Right. Yeah. Mask on. Don't eat. There you go. Um, so New Mutants is sitting at a thirty three percent rotten tomatoes, uh, with a fifty three percent audience score, which is rough. The average rating for top critic or for critics is 4.79 the top critics is 4.33 with a 14 percent, which is super rough hmm. um so they didn't send any screeners out for this they didn't pre they just kind of had to go yeah there's only find it on their movies. own yeah that's why it's so low because they didn't let them stream it or give them dvds or anything or host um you know screenings for them they're just like go see it and if you want. So I think that probably pissed him off too a little bit. Of course they had to pay for it. Uh Uh-huh. Um, so, so what were our expectations for this movie? Uh, I I will say mine were bottom of the barrel. I was expecting dark Phoenix or bloodshot or hot, the hottest of garbage. Right. Yeah. We went on Friday. So there were people I had seen a little bit online of people who had seen it on Thursday because it came out on, you know, the late showings on Thursday. Right. And a lot of people were saying how terrible it was and how it was worse than Dark, Dark Phoenix. And my uh, expectations were pretty low from Thursday. They were kind of medium before Thursday. And then Thursday, they were pretty gutter low, saying the Rotten Tomatoes. It was in the 20s. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so walking into it, I was expecting it to be garbage also. Ron, same. Uh, I didn't hear anything about it, but I've been excited for this movie since it got announced. <laughs> so, you know. I mean, that first trailer they got was really good. I remember. Yeah. Whenever it was for Finally 17. The trailers were great, yeah. Um. So, anyway, and the movie is directed by Josh Boone, uh, starring a bunch of people. Uh, he did um, Fault in Our Stars. That's what he oh, did for. okay. That makes sense. Starring Anya Taylor-Joy, Maisie Williams, Charlie Heaton, Henry Zaga, Alice Braga, and Blue Hunt are the ones that I have in front of me. That's basically all the people in the movie. Yeah, that was that was basically all the people except for like her father, you know, dating right. as well. So let's just... I let's I'm not going to bury the lead. I enjoyed this movie. Um, I so did I. I I I don't know if any of that is me being excited that I'm seeing a movie. And that that it exceeded my expectations, like that I'm back in the theater and it wasn't like garbage, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'm sure there was maybe some of that, but I 
I had a good time with this. I think even under normal circumstances, I would say this is better than the Rotten Tomatoes. It's definitely better than Dark Phoenix. That's for Absolutely. sure. Yeah, come on. <laughs> for sure. Well, there is Dark some Phoenix choice on... acting. <laughs> but, sure. Yeah. Dark Phoenix is at a 22. 22. So. With a 4.62 average rating, though. So not that much lower than the 4.79 of right. uh, New Mutants. Yeah, there's, there is some, you know, stilted acting and some pretty as you know bob dialogue which is the right. you know well as you know bob my name is magic and i have these powers this is lockheed yeah the characters explaining things that they wouldn't normally uh, do in real life yeah exactly <laughs> there was a lot of that but you know it's a superhero movie they were planning on making more of these this was the origin story you know for this right. for this team so you, that is forgiven the marvel movies do that the guardian guardians of the galaxy does that you know a lot of these movies do that so you this one did it a little, a little bit better from because I had a new character, like right, or you know, someone who was joining. So they had a little bit of a reason to explain everything, right. at least you know, right, 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 exactly. Um, some of the some of the scares were kind of, you know, that not, was my main complaint with the movie is that it wasn't scary, very, very generic. No, I don't. I didn't even need it to be scary. Just like the the scares were very. Sure, sure, sure. Like super paint, like no zero effort, paint by number, right? And which is fine because I didn't, I don't need a like inventive horror superhero movie, you know. But right. it would have been nice if it was like, I don't know, something other than a few jump scares of like Slenderman, you know? Right, sure. Something cooler, something more inventive. I agree, especially when you have the canvas of. Are we we're spoiling the movie? Oh yeah, spoilers! Yeah. Spoilers for New Mutants. The 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 scares come from Danny's powers, which is very obvious from the beginning. Right. Um, beginning. Who yeah. manifests your fears? So they have the canvas of literally doing anything. You know, there's no restrictions at all. Right. And then they chose like, I don't know, generic stuff. Slenderman with a smiley face. Sure, mm-hmm. and a and some you know dead family members. Yeah. I thought Reigns was the best. Because it kind of tied into her character, also. I thought, yeah, I thought the Catholic they all did. The, the but... bishop guy looks pretty creepy. Looking. He was pretty he was menacing. Yeah. yeah, but he was menacing. Yeah. Um, I liked Ileana's story. Her like the story with her scares the best, but I didn't right. like the look of it. Um, sure. I don't know. I'm. I think this movie looked really good. I do too. I think it looks like pretty the action good. Scenes look pretty good. Uh, the power sets look pretty good. The yeah. bear was a little struggle bear, bus at, at times. Yeah, the bear was kind of rough. For sure. Well, yeah, I'm not even talking about the bear. I'm just like, a cannonball looks pretty good. Uh, yeah, I agree. Obviously, um, Ileana looks good. Magic. It was a good yeah. example of them knowing their limitations and spending money where oh, they needed definitely. to. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I th- I'm sure if they had unlimited money, you would have seen more of all the powers, you know? Right. And I'm sure that. There might be a reason to. I'm sure that some of the scares would have been different if they had a big CGI budget, but mm-hmm. you um, know, they spent day, it well. One day, I'd like to see a full-on deep dive documentary about what happened with this movie, like about oh, all, all the problems, mm-hmm. all the you know what happened. Like, why didn't Fox like the movie? Why didn't Disney like the movie? Like, what what was so wrong with this movie? 
Like they released Dark Phoenix. Right. You know, they and re- they reshot Dark Phoenix to be that. Right. You know? that, yeah. And then they wanted to reshoot this one and then didn't. Maybe so because like, what they do they want to do? Like, yeah, what what were they gonna fix? That's not and like, like what I, what could you reshoot that would fix it? I want to know what shape movie. the movie was in when Disney got it. And how much of this was Disney fixing it with an edit, you know? It seems yeah. like I've read some articles on it and it seems like this is how they got it. Like they decided not to put any more into it and just put it out. Interesting. Mm. Like they had Fox had plans to reshoot and then Disney inherited the plans and they're like, okay, maybe we'll reshoot. And then they're like, actually, never mind. Just like put it out as it is. Yeah. That's and they not, weren't I mean, happy with Boone. Boone wasn't going to be part of it. Toss Boone with the resuits. They were going to have someone else come in. Like yeah, it was almost exactly like the Fantastic Four, the Josh Trank Fantastic Four. Right. Mm. Where they would have someone else come in and redo it. Um, that's interesting. At, at least we got to see the director's vision, you know? Right. We don't have to, we don't have to argue about the Boone cut. Right. Right. I mean, this isn't bad if it, that's like his original cut and nobody yeah. actually put it. Like I thought it was a solid movie. I I really enjoyed it. Now, I mean, is it the best movie we've ever seen? No. Is it the Not best superhero all. movie? No. Um I, but I I it's definitely worth your time. Now, the the question is do we recommend people go watch this in theaters? Not at all. Um if you can if you can get a group together to rent a theater, sure. Now, I I still am personally not going to go to a a general admittance movie screening. Exactly. You know, but if we can do stuff like this, rent the theater, especially at the location that we went to with star cinema with the, with the walls between the, the seats. And I, I, mm-hmm. I thought that was great. But even so you could, we could have spaced out. Sure. Like if clearly. we went to a Cinemark or something, we could, mm-hmm. we would have spread out some more. Yeah. But we didn't spread out that far because of the walls. Um, so I'm I was good with it. Um what about y'all? Would you what would you same recommendation? I'd recommend that you unless you're like dying to see it like I was, um that you just rent it. It seems like more fit for like a streaming movie, you know? It just mm-hmm. it seems kinda I don't want to say it seems this isn't like a dig, but it seems kinda small and cheap, like more of a sure beer a TV series or you a TV, like a Netflix movie kind of thing, you know? It doesn't seem like a big theatrical tentpole spectacle. You're not going to lose anything by seeing it at home. Yeah, I don't think so. Right. I think screen. it's. I think you might even enjoy it more. I agree with you. Like, it might be more atmospheric in your house. Mm-hmm. Um, now, um, let's, you know, something we haven't done in a while, let's rate, let's, let's, let's rate a movie that we've just seen in theaters. Wait, I feel oh. like we should talk about okay. the whitewashing real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. At least to give our opinions on it. Okay. So, Dylan, do you want to, you want to queue up the story here then? Um, the, the main controversy, Ron, Ron's following it too, so you can correct me. I'm, I'm not on Twitter too much, but it's with, um, I don't remember his real name, Sunspot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Roberto, that's his name. Mm-hmm. He's a Brazilian character. And I can get a little bit of comic history. When he first came out in New Mutants, he was, he looked pretty dark, you know? And then as the comics went on and like to today, he's, he's much lighter looking. I don't know why that happened. I mean, I guess I know why. Probably. Um, but he, he, he looks now in the comics kind of like he does in the movie. And people were, 
are upset that they cast a lighter skinned Brazilian actor instead of a dark skinned, like, like how he originally was in the comics. Sure. Um, rightfully so. Yeah. So I, and then, and then Josh Boone, the director, yeah, he put his foot in his mouth. He was like, I don't even know exactly what he said. Like, Oh, I wanted him to be, I wanted him to look like, look classy, you know? Right. Right. And I get the classist standpoint because like racism is prevalent there too, you know? Right. So like I, I get wanting that, I guess, aesthetic, but that's not it something. Sounds really bad. It's also a superhero movie. Like no one's going to be like, oh, I can't believe that a dark skinned Brazilian is rich, you know, like, come on. Right. It, right. Like you have the, you have people going to limbo, like stop talking about realism with skin right. color with the rest of it. It doesn't make any sense. So. I agree. I thought the actor that they chose was fine, but like, should have gone with someone darker. They should have. I, I, I agree. But he did. He did I a good job say, in the role, though. Like, I really was annoyed by him most of the movie, and I'm supposed to be so with a stupid pop collar. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I will say it's unfortunate that I don't know. I I do this too, where I like tear down certain movies and shows if there's like one thing that bothers me with like say a straight actor playing a gay actor or something like that, you know? Right. So like, if you look at this movie, it is still the most diverse superhero movie that there's ever been. Absolutely. Right. So it's, it's unfortunate to, I think to cancel the whole movie because of one thing that's not perfect. Yeah. I don't, I mean, they still did get a Brazilian actor. Like they right. still, I mean, he's still Brazilian. You have a native American actress, you have um, two lead gay, like gay characters, you know? Right. There's a lot of ground that's been broken, but it sucks that it's been overshadowed by the director being stupid. I agree. He could have just said, oh, I just went with the best actor. He blew me away in his audition, and that's why I chose him. You know? Right. Rather people than... would have been like, that sucks, but he didn't have to be like, I don't know. Yeah, I he think didn't he, have... he, he, didn't he have to say what he said. It. Yeah. Right. I, um, I, I agree with you. I, I think... Um, if 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 there's anything that has has racial problems in the movie, it would be uh, every time Danny Moonstar's father is on screen, there's like Native American wind instruments on like in the background mm-hmm. on the soundtrack. Like, okay, can we? I also like at the time was annoyed by Magic being racist, and then I like went home and I was like, well, she's like a Russian brat. Like, I guess it makes sense, right? But, yeah. So that annoyed me too. She so kept calling her Pocahontas and stuff, and it's like, Ugh. oh, it's right, just, just that oof moment. Oh, that's true. But Ron, what do you think of it? Uh, yeah, man, it's he. I wish this would all just be fixed. You know, I feel like, especially in this time, just like, hey, mm-hmm. like pick pick the right person, but, but also like, don't be insensitive. Uh, yeah, there's no easy fix, but there's definitely no easy fix. No, I mean not 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 at this point when the movie's done. You know, just at any point, if there's any character who's ever been dark skinned, just go with that. You know, right? Like, that's just just do it. He you has know? got lighter. To... He's still brownish in the comics, so I don't know. yeah. And there, there's um, no reason not to. Like, I mean, however, what Dylan's saying though, this is the most diverse superhero movie we've ever seen. That is true, though. I mean, we have Black Panther, but I mean, that was, you know, all the same race. It was still groundbreaking on it in its own right, you know? Of course. But this is groundbreaking in a different way. Yeah, it's diverse but, across the board, hitting many different, you know, boxes, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and which the is awesome. um, main villain, I guess we, we can reveal it's he's a villain. Of course. I mean, who's Hispanic also. So I don't know. It, it checks a lot of boxes, but he just failed in one aspect. Right. But let's rate it. Let's rate this movie. I don't know. I haven't even thought about this. What am I going to do? I don't know. This just You never think about it, so it's time to do it. I'll go first. Uh, so if you're new, I know it's been a while since we've rated a movie this way. Uh, we use the CGC scale for some reason, because that's something we decided early on in the podcast, and we're early sticking on. with it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe next year for the power rankings, we can switch to a more... I don't know. We'll see. Um, one, out of, uh, one out of five? Oh, no, no, no. It would just be a... It's just a one to ten with a half is is what I would say is the is a an easier to understand way to do it, but any anyway. So we use the CGC scale, which is you know zero point five, one point five, oh one, one point five, two, two point five, and then you get further on and it's nine nine zero, nine two, nine four, nine six, nine eight, ten, nine nine, Jim. Uh, anyway, so I am gonna put this movie. I'll go first. I'm going to I'm going to do the big bold move. At the bar. I'm going to put it at a 65. Yeah. Mhm. 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 Okay. I mean, I I honestly like that's being real. I think enjoyment level, I had a 75 time at the movies. Um but if I can take that out of it, I think it's a 65. Um like I wouldn't that's feel fair. upset if I didn't buy this physically. I'm going to get the digital, you know, mm-hmm. or at some point I don't need to own it physically. So, uh, I am in the same boat, Michael, um, uh, six, five, uh, the action scenes were, uh, outweighed the bad dialogue and chemistry between the characters. So yeah, six, five. Sure. We're, don't, uh, oh, yeah, we have a spreadsheet. Let me, let me actually you? record these. I forgot about that. I'm sorry, Dylan. I am gonna say seven zero. Oh, okay. Still not great, but decent. Um, I think maybe it's plused a little bit by the fact that I know all these characters. Like I, I'm trying to imagine what I would think if I didn't know who any of them were. They're all very like all their backstories and character types are very faithful. So I, I feel like I already knew them going into it. Right. So maybe some of the holes that weren't filled in like I did in my head. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I know exactly so what you mean. Maybe that's playing into it, but I enjoyed it. I'm I'm like itching to watch it again. I know I can't, but because I'm not going to go back to the theater to see it a second time, but I don't know. I liked it. Thought it was good. So that we puts our show average at 6.5. So I just shouldn't have voted. Right. <laughs> um so now I realize we haven't done this in forever. Should we pre-rank Tenet? We have something we used to do of predict where we think what we're going to do with Tenet. I'm going to predict. I'm going to give Tenet an eight five. I will predict a seven five. Ooh, Ron nine nine zero. Oh. <gasps> okay. There's, I don't think any. I'm looking at this movie, at this list. I think the only other movie that we might see this year is Dune, if it comes out, and Mulan, if it hits Disney Plus this year. Mulan comes out this week. Oh, does it? Well, then, all right. 
It comes out on Friday or Saturday. Oh, that's wow. the buy it though, right? That's next week. What we're reviewing, isn't it? Oh no, that's Tenet. Yeah, that's Tenet next week. We'll talk about this later. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure <laughs> that out next week. Um, either way, so that's exciting. You know, so if you can get a squad of ten together to go see this movie, go do it. Otherwise, wait. I don't know. However long it's going to take for this. I think. Yeah, I I think the smart move is oh, to wait. But I mean, oh, I again, it's pretty easy for us. We 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 have a large group of people that work at the store, and we can easily get a group of people that we trust to go see this movie. You know. But anyway, thank you everybody so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all of your support. Later, guys. It's Ron. It's Dylan, and I'm Michael. We'll see you next time.